welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and today we're going to be discussing 90 Day Diaries. So there's not a whole lot with 90 Day Diaries. I can't imagine it's going to be any more than like half an hour. Um, so yeah. <laughs> But before we get into that, I do have one piece of hot goss um, that I'm sure a lot of us kind of know at this point, but um, because we did talk about the Golden Wedding and we did talk about Jesse having to potentially dug out with his wife, potentially going into labor during it figured we would talk about the fact that his wife did have their baby. So he, he's 45 years old. He looks great for his age. Not that that's old, but anyways, you know what I mean? But his wife, I think it's Emily, I think is how you would say. Anyway, she's 34. I knew she was younger, but that's actually not too bad of an age gap. But one nine years. That's, 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 that's decent. Anyways, he, um, announced on Instagram, it was a joint Instagram post with, with his wife. And he said, quote, our worlds have been forever changed. And, uh, he says this obviously before announcing her name, which is Ella Rain, spelled R-E-I-N-E, Palmer. So their hearts are overflowing with love and gratitude. And, uh, yeah, this is their first baby together. And I do have a photo of the parents with their bundle of joy. So I will post that to the social medias. So that's about it. This is my first, um, episode actually with the new art. Hopefully everybody likes it. I like it. Um, so yeah, that's, there's also that. So it's our, our new art and yeah, hopefully everyone enjoys that. So anyways, nothing else to discuss. That's basically it. So let's head into 90 day Diaries, season five. Wow, wow, that's a lot of the seasons. I didn't know it was that many. Episode one, Mama Mia. And we start with Kimbali. So she we see her packing up um all of her memories of Usman. She tries not to text him every day. They are friends, as we kind of know this already. But she tries not to text him every day, obviously, because that's clingy. And then Jamal just randomly shows up because he, I think he lives there now, but I, I don't know why I remember when she started filming with any day that he lived in New York. But anyways, she tells him, I want to move on, but it's hard because I thought he was the one for me, ma'am, ma'am. No, he wasn't. He was never the one for you. You are hooked and blind and sinkered with a guy you thought was famous, I guess. And, um, yeah, you were a fan and he dated a fan. He was never serious. 
You were his ticket to America, which is why he keeps going after American women. Like, you know, no, you're one of many. There's a difference. Lord, and she would have settled, just, just sell herself short with this man. No. Nah. Anyway, um, she's emotional anyway. She doesn't know what to do with the box. Um, so, you know, let's just put it out of sight, out of mind, in the fucking closet, just on the other side of that fucking door. Where you definitely will not look at the box. What? <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. You know it's there. Anyways, a few days later... She is going to see a psychic, and I'm not even going to go through every little piece of this thing that the psychic says. Psychic basically says, like, I see, like, a, like a mother figure coming through. I'm guessing it's your mom, and this is where she says, like, her sister also passed away. I didn't remember hearing that, but this is so f- long back now that I actually forgot about that. Um, she, she's, she's like, you know, that's she has no other family, which was very sad to hear. She has no other family besides Jamal. And, and, uh, she says, well, I think it's your mom. And, and she's like, did you, did you just have a breakup? And she's like, yeah. Everything this psychic said, she could have found out by doing a simple Google search on her. Or she's a fucking fan of the show and knows all of this shit anyways. Nothing this woman said was different than what, you know, I don't think this person's real. Anyway, later on that week, we are with some of her new friends that she made, um, during the holidays, whatever holidays these are. And the friends are Lauren and Jody. So they're going to like a book bar of some sort and, or a restaurant, I don't even know, like at the bar. And it's like, all oh, the single ladies, Okay. All right. Beyonce. The, um, they are going to go find a man for, I guess, Kimberly and maybe them. I don't know. She says she's ready. She, uh, she's so ready because she needs to have sex. She literally says like, she needs to have sex. I mean, we're all that person when you're single or don't have anyone in your life. They're just like, I really need to have sex. I don't really want the relationship, but I really need to have sex. So, go get it, I guess. Um, so, one of the friends, I don't know which one twiddled them, um, <laughs> she's like, I see about, like, five guys walk in who are really cute. Like, like two went that way, and then, like, three went the other way. Like, you know, so they've, they're everywhere. Um, so, yeah. That, uh, that happened, but they also cheers to the single life. And I said, Kimberly, you are trying to get yourself on the single life. I don't know why they didn't put her on the single life. Like, here's the thing for me personally, it's like, okay, we have Veronica and Jamal who are a couple on the show. I don't know if they still are. I don't think so, but you have them. And then you have Tim also on the show who's now dating why couldn't we have gotten Kimberly to also date? I think it would have been fucking hilarious. I think we should, we should have had her on. Anyways, instead of fucking, 
I mean, I know it's a big deal to have Chantel on the show. She's single now, ooh, girl. But it's just like, I do think Chantel isn't quite ready to be doing this right now. Clearly. So, I just, I don't know. I feel like we could have maybe waited a year on Chantel and put, like, Kimberly in her place. You know, bring bring Chantel on next time. You know, when maybe she's let this ship percolate a little bit and uh, then she can start dating. You know? Anyways. The next day, she gets the box that was supposed to be out of sight, out of mind. And she, uh, she says, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I said, let it burn, honey. Let it burn. And that is exactly what she did. She put that box outside. She said some few words about the box or about, you know, Usman. It's basically like a farewell. And she set that shit on fire. And she basically just said, like, Usher, I think that you should let it burn. You know, that's exactly what she did. And I said, perfect. That is the best way to get over, get over something. Anyway, she is like, no more Kimbali, but the queen can stay. Honey, you're always going to be Kimbali. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's going to stick. But yeah, I think um, that's definitely for the best. No, yeah, I mean, this guy doesn't deserve the energy. And I think she definitely needed to do that before he was on that weird relationship with that girl for like a month. Anyways, that is that on, on, a on Kimberly. Next we have Patrick and Thais. So I'm not going to go into a lot of much here with Patrick and Thais. This shit is so old. I'm like, why am I watching this? Why am I watching this? Especially because we are going to see them probably somewhat briefly during the single life. I'm not going to go into depth here because all of this we already know. So she's still pregnant. This is how old it is. She's about to give birth in a couple of weeks. They're going to go see the baby uh, on a 3D ultrasound. And I don't know why she waited so late to do it. Cause my, my first thought, like, I don't know much. I haven't been pregnant before. Um, not that I, you know, haven't tried, but anyways, <laughs> I haven't been pregnant before. So I haven't gone through this, but for those people that I know who have done the 3d ultrasound, you usually do it like maybe, you know, seven to eight months, maybe, maybe more seven, you know, maybe somewhere in the middle, you know? That's what I know. Um, I've seen that before because you can actually get a clearer view. That's what I've always thought. So when I heard she was going to be given birth, like she's 37 weeks, I'm like, it's kind of late to be doing a 3D ultrasound. And I was right because the, the technician is like, well, you know, it might be a little hard to see the baby because they're a little more squished up in there. And when they did the 3D, the 3D ultrasound, it's like, the baby looked fucking squished in there. So it was kind of hard to see, but they still seem to be able to see features and stuff like that. I could tell that her nose was Patrick's nose and all of that. So, um, yeah. So anyways, I did that. Um, but that's all I have on that. Then we see them come back uh, at the end of the episode and she has had the baby. 
that's basically all I'm going to say there. She was going, so we'll back up a little bit. She is getting induced. She got induced for, or she, what she did get induced to have this baby because her um, blood pressure was high, was slightly high. So they wanted to induce her to get the baby out. Um, and the next day after she checked into the hospital is when she had the baby. Um, and what other thing I didn't mention is they mentioned that they had nothing ready for the baby when they were doing the 3D ultrasound. The nursery wasn't done. I guess clothes weren't washed. I guess painting wasn't, like, nothing was done. And everything got done, I guess, in however many weeks between that and giving birth. Everything was done. Great. Done. That's it for Patrick and Thais. So... Ariella and Biniam. I haven't seen these guys in a minute. And fuck, this might be why. So a lot of this we already know. We know they moved to Vegas for him to do his shit, his boxing shit. I don't know. Um, MMA, right? That's it, MMA. Um, so we already know this. What I didn't know was that... Janet, who is Ari's mom, is living with them. Apparently, she's a traveling nurse. I didn't know she was a tra- I knew she was a nurse, but I didn't know she was a traveling nurse. Interesting. So, yeah, that's why she's in Vegas. Anyways, Benny and Ari have been having some marital issues. Um, the The issue seems to be that he is just not as helpful with things as maybe he used to be. She's like, he's not working. You know, they moved to Vegas as well because there's a huge Ethiopian population in Vegas. So, and he has friends they actually grew up with who live in Vegas. So he has been spending a lot of time with his friends. Um, and for Ari, my girl's in school. She's working. She's momming. She's doing all of this shit. Wifing. She's doing all of this shit. Meanwhile, Benny's doing nothing, according to her. So, that's kind of, has caused a lot of tension. He doesn't seem to want to have any conversations with her about things. He immediately gets his back up and just doesn't want to have conversations. They're not, they're not, they're not great at all, it seems. Um, so not only is there a huge Ethiopian population in Vegas, but she has also decided she wants to try to get back to her roots. And there is a huge, well, I don't know if she said huge, but decent size Jewish population. She might have said huge and I just don't remember, but there is a Jewish population there and she's trying to get back to her roots. So we see her with this woman, these two women who I can't, I'm sorry, I don't remember what she said. I also can't remember what it is that they're making. I've seen it before. I don't know the name of it, but whatever it is, looking fantastic. I'm sorry. It looked so good. Anyways, so they're kind of doing that. And she has us like, you know, you take some of the dough, you pray over it and you just throw it away. Just get, get rid of it. And they're kind of doing that. And they're doing the braiding. 
and they put it in the oven and then we sit and we have a conversation about how shitty her marriage is. And she kind of says like, kind of everything I just said already. And they say like, you know, has it always been like that? No. Even Janet pipes in a little, cause Janet's here too. She's piping in a little bit and she's like, he just did a lot more in Ethiopia. Huh? Okay. I wonder if it's this thing of this is your country. So you do more where Ethiopia is his and he'll do, like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Anyways. And the lady kind of says like, you know, maybe you guys need to have a conversation, sit down, talk, figure things out because it's not fair. Like, is he doing things with Avi? Like, uh, you know, and at this point, actually, Avi's three. So, but yeah, it's just like, you know, is he helping out with him? Is he, you know, anything? Pretty much no. He's not doing shit. Like, yeah. Like, he's probably like the fun dad kind of situation. Um... So, um, I think at this point she's just very overwhelmed with everything and just doesn't know what to do. So then we see her sitting down and talking with Benny and telling him, listen, we have not been getting along. You have not been nice. Apparently he's been mean to her. Great. And I think we should spend some time separately. And she's like, you know, you love spending time with your friends. You're happy when you spend time with your friends. Maybe you need to spend some more time with your friends. Get the fuck out. (laughs) She didn't say that. But anyways, I'm just saying like, that's basically what she's trying to say. Go spend time with them. And she's like, I want you to be happy. She's like, I know you don't like spending time with me. I think she even says, I know you hate me or something like that. I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, first of all, let me just say this straight up, okay? He, I don't know if he was necessarily excited about moving to to America, but it's happened. He did it. She, from my understanding, moved to Vegas for him to be able to have his happiness, yet he's acting like a jerk? Like, what the fuck? I mean, I think they're still together, but like, I know there was like some question there, like, where's Ari? It was only Benny, Janet, and the, and, and Ari at one point. I, I don't know what's happening, but like, what is happening? <laughs> um, and of course he says like, he doesn't feel great about this. He thinks it's a bad idea. He, the reason he gives for that feeling is because of his divorce, his previous divorce. And, um, he's like, you know, she just left and never came back. Right. So he's thinking about that and that being a reason why he doesn't want her, you know, he doesn't want to separate. But I think maybe coupled with that is the man doesn't do shit for himself. So of course he doesn't want to, he needs her. Because another thing that Janet actually said with the other women was that if him and Ari were to end up divorcing, he would need to find someone who does the things that Ari does for him. This man is useless and can't take care of himself. I don't know what happened. Because what the fuck were you doing before? I don't know what the fuck happened. I really don't. Because 
anyway. But that's basically it for for uh, Ari and Benny. We will see them again. Um, but that's basically it for them. And uh, the next couple, our last couple from this episode, Emily and Kobe. So, Coben is three years old. What the hell? And Scarlet is a year old, or a year and a half. And we are about to have another one. But that wasn't the case here. I don't think she was pregnant yet. Um, apparently Kobe just had a surgery done that was fixing an injury that he had gotten back in Africa. Um, I'm happy for that. And, um, she says, you know, they're busy. They have busy lifestyles. Um, and because of this busy lifestyle, it has definitely affected their sex life. And sex is just not really happening. How do y'all get pregnant? <laughs> I'm sure maybe they, you know, what they do end up doing a little later. I just don't think it happened here. Or did it happen here? No, I don't think it happened here yet. Um, they do end up doing, might have helped things. But <laughs> she says, and I think, I think all women out here can definitely relate to this sentiment. She says, sex in the beginning was like top tier sex, basically. And now it's just not. <laughs> and I'm just like, I feel so seen. <laughs> and that's the thing. I think, especially when you've been with someone for so long, too, and, you know, you obviously have sex, the sex is always bomb in the beginning because it's also new. You're new to each other. And, you know, especially if the sex is good. Oh man, it's just, you know, but then as time goes on, like it can still have a little bit, but as long as you can have open communication, because like I've been there, we've definitely been there. If you just have open communication about things and you're okay with spicing shit up, yeah, it can, can be top tier again. And obviously kids can affect that as well. So, um, but yeah, it'll all be fine. <laughs> but she, um, she says that she wants him to make more of an effort to make sexual advances to her. Cause she feels like it's always her who's kind of like trying to initiate sex and he isn't, which doesn't help with her self-esteem. She doesn't end up saying like, it affects it because like, I don't feel like you want me or I feel desired or anything like that. And he, I don't think that's at all what's happening. Like, I think this man loves her. And I think like he, he kind of said like, I thought we were on the same page with having less sex. <laughs> and he's like, I hate that, that that makes you feel that way though. Like, I don't want you to feel that way. Um, but at the end of the day, like we're human, we're women. And sometimes you just want to feel desired by your man, you know? So I get her in that. Um, so then we're in another scene. It's 4.20 in the morning, girl. She's going to the gym. Damn girl. Damn. She does this three days a week. I mean, 
all power to you to have the strength to do this when you are a mom of children under the age of four. Good for you. Damn. I want to be like her when I grow up. Um, and she's like, I'm going to the gym and Kobe's still sleeping and he is snoring. He sounds like my man. My man could snore. Anyway, um, she would like to lose about 60 to 70 pounds. She only wants to go back to her pre-baby weight. Um, but she says it has not been easy. hasn't really been happening. Um, and it's because of that, it's not helping the motivation, um, for her to keep going. She kind of says at one point while she's in the gym, which is she trains with someone who she's been training with actually for about 10 years. Um, so she's, she's known this guy for quite some time. And she kind of says like, I see people eating junk food and still losing weight and I'm not eating any junk food and I'm not losing weight. So this is kind of where he says, maybe it's time to do some blood work and see if everything is working the way it's supposed to. And she does end up doing that because two weeks later she is going to get the results of her blood work. And the doctor basically tells her like, you you're, you're good. You don't have like type two diabetes or anything like that. But what you do have is insulin resistance. Okay. So I'm not a doctor, but I do also deal with insulin resistance. That is a huge symptom of PCOS. Um, which I don't think I've been open on this podcast about. I just started kind of opening up on my other podcast about PCOS. I do have PCOS and this is very, this is such a huge issue with PCOS. So with insulin resistance, it's basically can cause you to not lose weight. No matter what you do, you do all the things right. It's still necessarily doesn't help. No, nine times out of 10. I think most people who have PCOS also have insulin resistance. My question is, do people, can people have insulin resistance without PCOS? Because I, I do wonder when I heard insulin resistance, like, does she have PCOS? Could that be what's going on? Which you can, you can tackle the insulin resistance all fine and well, but if she actually has PCOS, I think not only should you be tackling the insulin resistance, which is the biggest problem, but I think you need to tackle the thyroid. The thyroid is the thing that's going to regulate everything. So I think that's maybe that, but I don't know if that's what they were looking for. It's not what was said, but what was said was that they're going to put her on a shot that is going to really probably shut a lot of weight off instantly. And I thought, is this Ozempic, which has a lot of side effects? I mean, I think Ozempic is a great thing if it didn't have, usually the drug of choice for someone with PCOS is metformin or glumetza, which is a slower um, releasing medication than the metformin. It's still a metformin, but it's just slower releasing. 
and they're horrible medications. Like I can't do them. I've tried. I've definitely tried. I can't do them. And I think Ozempic has major side effects. And I think it's similar to that. And again, it's all great and well, but I, if it was PCOS for her, I'm not sure if it is, but if it is PCOS, what needs to happen is you need to eat for your PCOS. And that, that is a huge thing that I cannot get into right now, but I have done that. I have actually gone to a nutritionist or I think she was a dietitian. Um, and you learn to eat for PCOS, which is all about the timing and the foods you eat and all that. Like it's not easy. It's not easy, but maybe that's what she needs to do. Maybe as you're eating healthy, but are you eating the things that is going to help if it is PCOS? I think she needs to, to get a second opinion and make sure it's not PCOS because if she's only hearing insulin resistance, that could be coupled with other things. Now, PCOS doesn't stop you from getting pregnant, if that is what it is, because clearly she's pregnant. Um, But yeah, like that. I don't know. <laughs> I I would actually think she might need to do a second opinion personally. Um just to make sure that she's getting the big picture. But we are gonna see them again because that is that is it for now. Um so we do get like a, this season on and I'm not gonna go through every little piece of what we see, but we do see we're gonna see, you know a lot of different people. We're going to see David and Annie. Looks like they're, I think, going to India or maybe with the Thailand. I'm not sure. Then we see Jenny and Summit. We see Caesar, Brandon and Julia, Angela and Michael, which I'm not covering. I don't give a shit. I'm not covering them. We see Jen and Rishi, which we kind of already know some stuff about them. Like I said, we see more Ari and Benny. Yeah, so we see that. And I think I also saw Ed and Liz not covering them either. And at least this time, I can completely avoid them. It's much easier than last resort. So we will not be covering them. I don't care. I don't even think these two are together anymore. They just got married and they're, fuck it. I'm, I'm, anyways, not covering them. But that is it for 90 Day Diaries. So if you like what you heard, please like, share, review, all the stuff which you can write and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can follow, subscribe on your favorite podcast app. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by going to Facebook and Instagram at Reality Tea Times 2, Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, at Reality T times 2 pod. We are, um, you can also email us at realitytimes2.hotmail.com. Don't forget, we have a YouTube, and that is at realitytimes2. We also have our website, which is solo.to forward slash realitytimes2. And don't forget, I also have my other podcast with my friend Raquel, Next Take podcast and that uh, you can find us there 
at our website at solo.to forward slash next take podcast and uh, YouTube at next take podcast. So before I end this off, I just want to say that, like I mentioned in the single life episode, we're going to do release of, um, I will do, you know, one episode every couple of months. I think that's a good happy place. Um, with, with that. So what we'll end up be doing, cause we're kind of, you know, getting back to the groove, um, in January is a little slower. We are doing a full month of black history in February. So you'll get one of those. You'll get one of those. I haven't said which one yet, but you'll be getting one of those episodes. So yeah. And maybe a bonus, maybe, maybe a bonus we'll, we'll see. But otherwise you can expect at least one and that'll be sometime in February. But uh, that's it. That's all. That's it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye.